talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. It is now the time of the show. We search the planet, the universe, the seven seas for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade, very much. This is nice. Uh, Marsha, you're a big fan of uh, factory, what they call factory renewed, um, different types of items. Refurbished. Refurbished. Ice. Yeah, well, they're called, well, this is called the factory renewed. Ah. So uh, this is uh, the Bose Solo 5 TV sound system. Again, the they call it factory renewed comes with a one-year warranty and basically what it is is a tv sound bar do you have any sound bars on your tvs or you just use a speaker system we have them on all our tvs sound bars okay and i have it on one uh and i spent a lot of money for it and i think it's fine I, I i don't know that i find it any greater for what i paid for it i don't think it was that spectacular but what this is is the bose solo 5 tv sound system is a one-piece sound bar uh, it's engineered to have clearly reproduced sound and dialogue, uh, Bluetooth connectivity. You can also play music and uh, wirelessly through the speaker. Uh, it also has um, one connection to your TV, so you just connect it with an audio cable. And basically, you just set it up, you plug it in, and it's ready to go. So no compli- you know, if you have a, uh, a receiver system, that can be complex to hook up to your system. It is a factory, what they call, again, factory renewed product, and it normally sells for $199. It is on sale at eBay for 99 bucks. So you get $100 off the price. You're buying it at 50% off, and Bose makes outstanding sound equipment. They, Mark, they really I think do. you need to tweet out the link on this, hashtag yeah, tech radio, because for $99 to get a Bose soundbar is quite a great deal. Yeah, that's great. So normally one ninety nine. It actually comes with a one year warranty. So even if you're you know concerned about buying refurbished uh, equipment, it was factory refurbished, which I think makes a difference. Which I is definitely the best way to get them. Absolutely. Yeah, agree. absolutely. So again, I will let, I will um, put the link out for this. And again, you can get this at eBay. It is the Bose Solo Five TV sound system, factory renewed, ninety nine dollars, a hundred bucks off of the normal one ninety nine price, and that is our buy of the week. Um, okay. By the way, I want to thank uh, Stella who retweeted our podcast on Twitter. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And uh, Uncle that Bill nice. is out you, there Stella. saying some fun, cute things. Thanks for doing hey, that. Bill. And Jim Katzman again. Well, hi, Jim. How are you? Uh, okay, so Google Nest, what about it? Well, um, they're, they're merging the two, which is great. I mean, mm-hmm. great or not great. Think about it. Do you, did you prefer having your Nest separate, or do you want it to be part of the Google empire? <laughs> uh, well, I don't use Nest, so to me it doesn't make any difference. You However, don't have Nests in your house? They're fabulous. I do not have Nests. I have the normal, everyday, regular uh, thermostatic system, which is working fine for me. And I don't care about it walking in the door and having you know it set for me or whatever. So I've, I've really never used those before. Well, I've found uh, it to be very useful. And you do save, once it set up, sets itself up, it works. And it works really well. It's It's crazy. So um, they're rebranding Nest to be Google. So, you know, whether you want it to or not, 
they're going to have a separate app which you can listen to, use to regulate your device or not. You can keep the old app, but you won't get all the benefits. Um, they're going to have a new device called the Nest Hub, which will be kind of like the Google Home Hub. <laughs> so it seems there's a lot of replicating here. Um, they launched the Nest, the Nest Hub Max, which is a larger version of the regular Nest Hub and has a bigger screen, stereo speakers, looks at hand gestures. So I wonder if you flip it off, does it make a difference? Um, a Nest security camera so you can keep track of things. Yeah, I don't, I really want to apologize about my phone making all this noise because I've shut the, oh, it's because I'm saying the keywords all the time. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. See, that's why we say, instead of uh, the other word, we say echo, which doesn't set off our Amazon. All right, but this is off. difficult. This is difficult. Um, so, yeah, so they're trying to merge them so that you can have an even bigger Google presence in your house. Why, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous duplication, but maybe they figure you have people who like Nest and would rather be Nest customers. Um, if you decide to move things all to a single Google account, which who doesn't have one of those, then your data will be subject to Google's privacy policy, which when it's with Nest, it's on Nest's privacy policy. Cool. So that may be better. You want to read the privacy policies. Um, Nest's two-step ver verification won't trans transfer over to your Google account. So I think it's all very confusing, and I tweeted an article about it. But until they settle things down as to what they're actually doing, I think we, we can pause a minute when we get all these emails asking us to do that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. So uh, Google, you know, there are a lot of companies that are trying to monetize as much as humanly possible gaming. Um, you've got uh, companies that, uh, I think it's, oh, I'm, I've gone blank on the name, but one, uh, tw not tweet, it's with a T, and I'm just blank, Twitter, Twitch, Twitch maybe, that allows you to watch other play people play video games. And there's a number of streaming services that allow you to do that. Apparently, Google's Stadia game streaming system um, is the next thing that they're looking to try to monetize game playing. And uh, the big question is how it will perform when you play a game. Instead of a game running on a PC or a game console, the game runs somewhere in Google's, just as we talked about, massive cloud structure. <laughs> you know, so it's in the cloud. Uh, what you see on the screen is just video and audio being piped to your home. In theory, it can run any game which is interesting. So uh, it allows you to perform, you know, to play games without having to, eliminating, just as I said, the use of computers or, or things like that. So we, we don't know how yet, how it's going to work, how the latency will work. You know, gaming is usually very intense computing power. Yeah, uh, now gaming is something where 5G could be useful. Right. Where if you're an intensive gamer, maybe then you get a 5G hotspot, which is not going to be cheap. You're going to have to have that in your house, right? Right, of um, course. It, it's, nothing's cheap about any of this. No, But no. if you're into gaming, you're going to need something without the latency, without, and 5G right. will be the answer. Yeah, because how much are you going to be, if this is running through your uh, 
like for me, which is a, uh, I use a DSL, and now I have a satellite system that gives me 25 meg per minute, but that's probably not enough to stream a game. And that's going to be very difficult to see whether that actually works or not. Uh, I don't think I have pricing on this yet, so we don't know what the pricing is going to be. But, you know, they're also talking about coming out very soon with a new PlayStation, maybe a new Xbox. Um, I don't know how many people still game on their computers. I used to, years and years ago, I used to game on my computers until consoles came out. Then I decided, you know what, it's a pain to do that. It's a pain to shut up, you know, turn on your computer, and then you got to go into the gaming system. Then you got to let it load. Load where if you've got a PlayStation or an Xbox or a, a Nintendo, you just pop in the game and you're rolling, and everything works perfectly well. Not so much sometimes on the computer because it doesn't have the graphics card you need to have. So we'll see whether this works or not. It's an experiment, um, and you can potentially play a game like Assassin's Creed through a Chrome browser. So. Uh, we'll see. The big issue is going to be buffering, and if there's buffering, it's going to kill this whole thing. But it's coming, so we'll see how it is. And, again, it's called the uh, uh, Stadia Game Streaming Service by Google, and we'll see if that works out as as, as advertised. Uh, yeah, so that's, 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 that's going to be interesting. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know about that. Um, briefly, we were going to talk a little bit about cable company ISP caps. Okay. Because... Since I've been changing over some of my system, and you, I mentioned my lovely call with AT&T in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, what people are doing, obviously, when they're cord cutting, is they're cutting off all their TV, and they're moving to just Internet. Right. Now, the companies are losing buckets, silofuls of money, but... Now they're thinking, and it's now starting with some of the smaller companies, where they're going, okay, you can just get Internet from us. And yeah. they're putting an, a large number on that. What what do you pay for your Internet? Is it in a bundle of some sort, or do you just pay for um, it separately? My Internet right now, which is my Earthlink DSL, I don't pay for it because they've been a sponsor of the show. So that I've had forever, and I don't pay for that one. But my satellite, I do pay for, and that runs me about $110 a month to get 25 meg, which is completely more expensive than anything else. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous, but I can't do anything else. I don't have a choice. I'm either stuck with 5 megabits per second on DSL, which is why I now pay to get a faster Internet speed. Yeah, I can get... 100 megabits per second if I buy it on its own from Time Warner for something like uh, $80 a month or if I can talk them down cheaper. Yeah, I would kill for that. But still, it's a lot of money. And I don't know about your service, but more and more services are putting data caps. Oh, yeah, this has. If I go over 50 gig a month, 50 gig a month. So if I exceed 50 gig a month, it slows from 25 to 3. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you think that a Netflix high definition movie right. streaming uses up about three gigabytes per hour. Right. <laughs> um, Sling TV go. If you think about supposedly they say they're five megabits per second bandwidth mm-hmm. requirement. Mm-hmm. And if you think about all these, they're going to use up that 50 in a big hurry. 
I mean, that's frankly, that's one of the reasons that I have the DSL. Fortunately, five gigabits per uh, five um, megabits per second is fast within enough. DSL. Yeah. Yeah, within the DSL. So I run all my streaming services like Netflix or any of the others. I run that on my DSL line because I would, as you say, I would burn through my data so quickly using the satellite. I would make no sense. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So beware. This is the new thing. This is the way they're going to get you. And there's nothing you can do about it if you want to cut the cord. So what cutting the cord, what we've managed to do is we've managed to make it more expensive than it even was <laughs> getting cable, going back to the traditional, which is interesting because Viacom announced uh, that they're going to go back to traditional TV on their streaming services so that they don't charge for streaming. Right. Basically, they won't charge for streaming, and you get to watch commercials, like in the olden days, because that will pay for Commercials? I can't it. do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, I can no longer watch commercials. Well, Richie Rich, you can afford it, but not everybody else <laughs> can. And uh, so I, I'm seeing there's going to be a turn back to if people are going to continue streaming, if right. the ISPs don't go too crazy with their fees, that you're going to see less and less money being charged for the streams. We'll see yeah. how it works. Yeah, and if you, the only thing you can do is if you're forced to watch commercials, play Candy Crush. Because during the commercials, you can then play Candy Crush and then go back to your regular programming. So, uh, which reminds me, there's a big thing going on right now. Uh, do you know about loot boxes? Have you yes. heard that term? Yeah. Yes. So they're trying to stop this, which is the simple use of putting um, purchase in a game that kids are spending a fortune on. They're trying to eliminate that, and Candy Crush is one of the biggest effects. Well, explain what it is. Explain well, what basically it is. what it is. Let's say you play a video game, and you're stuck. So suddenly a box pops up and says, oh, are you stuck? You know, for $4.99, we'll give you all the, what they call these boosters that allows you to get through a level and go ahead. And, you know, oh, four bucks, five bucks, sure, that's easy. Or you, you know, you want to buy a gold bar, so you pay an extra $10 to do that. And these this is so you can advance ahead in the game in the quicker. Game. Correct. Okay. Correct. So if you get stuck in a game, and, and they've been doing this for years, this is not new, but suddenly politicians, which, you know, I, don't even want to talk about politicians, but are trying to prevent the companies from putting this into games, forcing kids to do this. And, you know, sometimes you set up your account for your child and you have a credit card on file. And if you have a credit card on file, it just charges your credit card. So at the end of the month, the parents go, wait, what do you mean you just spent $400 on Candy Crush this month? So they're trying to regulate this and trying to pull them out of games. And I don't know, you know, that, that severely hampers the gaming model because these games are all free. So they don't charge you for the game. You know, they don't charge you the traditional 10 to $60 to buy a video game. But then they nail you for thousands of dollars if it's a long-running game. So these loot boxes are, um, they're trying to be, you know, legislated out of the games, and we'll see what happens with that. Now, if that happens, no longer will you have free mobile games. You'll have to pay your, you know, 40 bucks to buy a game. But that, in the long run, may well be cheaper than, you know, contributing on a daily basis to uh, the other kind of gaming. So that's kind of interesting. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, um, it, okay. it's all, all these changes, some things going back to the way they were, so much yeah. happening. Uh, yeah. Did you tweet out the... Uh, I did. By the week. I did. 
Good, good, good. Thank you. Uh, uh, so uh, what about Microsoft? You found some, uh, some interesting features on uh, Windows 10. Well, the most amazing one, and I want to double-check to see if I tweeted it earlier today because, all right, I'm going to tweet this out now, or I'm, let's say I'll tweet it out now, so if you're listening in the archives, it's 12.46 on 5.11 Saturday. There are some amazing tools, and I'm, Mark, you're sitting at a computer, correct? Windows I 10? I am. So I'm going to give you my favorite one. Open that okay. story and roll down to God mode. What's God, God mode? Okay, Never knew what God mode is. It seems it's existed since Windows 7. I see it. Okay. Okay. Um, if you can go through the steps, and I'll talk about it. So what God mode is, is you know when you want to make adjustments, you want to add a printer, you want to see what's going on, what's using mm -hmm. too much memory, uh, you want to go to the control panel, right? I mean, there's any number of things you can adjust on a Windows computer, which makes it kind of really fabulous. Right. And I really love all the adjustments you can make on your uh, computer. Mm -hmm. So... Windows put in all these great things, but sometimes you can't find them. And it's a pain in the ass to find them. Oops. It's, again, <laughs> di difficult to find it. <laughs> Thank you, Marcia, for your restraint. <laughs> and what's really crazy is that these fabulous things that you can do, there is a way to do them now in what you call God mode. This is an Easter egg. Right. What you do is you go to your uh, desktop, create a new folder. Did you do that, Mark? Uh, I haven't because I'm doing 12 other things, but I will do it after the show. Well, the whole point was to do it on the show, but okay, let me tell you all how, because I wanted to see your bright surprise. All you have to do is open a new folder on right. your desktop. Leave it empty. Then right-click on the folder and select Rename. And I just tweeted out an article that gives you the code to name your God Mode folder. Okay, give so it just, I just put it on. So I've got a new folder on my desk. Okay. I have to now, rename it to. Co copy and paste it out of the article that we have. It God Mode, and it's a bunch of uh, code. You okay. copy and paste it and make that the title of the file. And once you do that, the file folder icon turns into what looks like a control panel icon. Okay. Then once you do that, open it up, and you won't believe what you see. You will see every, every way that you can work on your computer. I'm double-clicking on mine because it just thrills me. It's called God Mode. All the administrative tools, all the autoplay, if you want to change autoplay, backup and restore windows, color management, credential manager, date and time, devices and printers, add a device. What I'll do is I'll also tweet out that code for God Mode. Isn't it amazing, Mark? Did you do it? Yeah, I'm working on it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it takes a second. Um, internet options, keyboard, mouse, just about everything. So to enable God mode, open a new file on your desktop, rename it with the code that's in the article that I just tweeted, and I will tweet the code again. And bingo, all your controls for Windows 10 are right there, 
and you can thank me every time you use it because it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay, I just did it, and I see all that stuff. Cool. Okay, well, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> okay, you got the next right. story. The next thing uh, we have is... Uh, I'm bouncing too fa- back and forth too many times, so let's what, see. What uh, were we going to talk about next? We were going to talk about uh, uses for your old devices. Okay, you go so, with that while I tweet out for everybody the God Mode code. Okay, so if you want to use something different for your old devices and you want to have some use on them, here's some tips, that things that you can probably do. If you have, we all have smartphones, probably 20, 20 laying around the house. You know, what do you do with your smartphone when you get your next smartphone? Well, if you have a smartphone and you haven't passed it down, I typically pass it down to my daughter, but then she passes it down and whatever. So you can turn your smartphone into a kid's camera. Pixel Toys sells the Pixel Play camera, which houses a phone inside of a protective case, and it makes it look like a traditional classic camera. Uh, Together with their companion app, your kids can take and edit photos on the device. Uh, You don't need a wireless network for the camera to work. Any of the images can be transmitted via Wi-Fi or a wireless connection. Uh, It will fit most standard-sized smartphones, uh, the iPhone, the Android phones, and even as large as the Galaxy S8. Uh, It does not work with the plus-size iPhones, however, but you now have given your kid a camera that is a smartphone that is, you know, certainly probably a much better camera than you would actually buy a young kid. So that's kind of cool. You can use it as a gaming system. Uh, And the gaming, you know, if you want a phone just dedicated to gaming or you want to give it to your kids, uh, they're very good handheld gaming systems, and they're probably much better than the handheld gaming systems that have come out from the gaming companies. Now, you can't always buy the same system of games that you would buy with a, you know, a, a handheld Nintendo or something like that. But it's pretty cool. You get a lot of games on your phone without ever having to do anything else. Uh, you can also use it as a video chat device. Uh, using Skype or face, FaceTime, your old smartphone can be a dedicated interface interface rather for uh, video chats. Have to have good Wi-Fi coverage because there is some Wi-Fi issue if your speed is not fast enough. Uh, but now your kids don't have to uh, use your phone uh, to call their friends or their grandparents or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we've talked about this before. You can use it as an alarm clock. Got an old smartphone? They are easy to use. To yeah, wake but do you have to? Time. When you use it as an alarm clock, do you have to keep mm-hmm. it plugged in all the time? Well, from a battery perspective, yes, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. But right. you know what? If you're worried about the battery issues and keeping it plugged in all the time, you know what? What are you doing with it anyway? It's sitting. Well, no, I understand. No a, but yeah. you have to have an extra cord on your nightstand plugged True. into the phone. True. And do you unplug it sometimes so it can work off this? You see, I just wonder about that. Yeah. Because I I was going to use it as an alarm clock, but I had that question. And what do I do? Unplug it every now and again? I'm not sure. So, yeah, I didn't do it, but I'd love to. I use my Echo as my alarm clock, uh, and that's what wakes me up in the morning. And it means that I can, you know, as soon as the noise goes off, I can say stop and say, wake me in 10 more minutes. You know, the traditional, please, mom, give me 10 more minutes. So that's what I use as my alarm clock. 
So it wakes me up in the morning and I can set different times. You know, if I want to take a nap, I'll say, wake me up in 25 minutes. So that's, so I use that for that purpose. But for, for the same thing, you could, you know, basically do that with your uh, cell phones as well. Um, if you are not like Marsha and I who hate VR headsets, you could actually use your phone as a VR headset. You can download the Oculus app on your old phone. You can insert it into a Gear VR and then you can Yeah, yeah, but then you have to buy the Gear VR. You can well, still right, buy Google Cardboard for 20 bucks and oh, there you go. use use that app and it's just the same. We're about to run out of time, so I just want to throw something in. Yeah. Go ahead. Monday, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, will be the one night showing of the Deep Space 9 documentary, oh, yeah. which from all I've seen, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be only one night in the theaters and then it will be streamed or whatever eventually so if you're a ds9 star trek fan this is your chance go see vic fontaine again you know what i mean right all right (laughs) and as always we tell you please please do not drink and drive we want you back with us next week you are listening to computer and technology radio on ws radio we are the worldwide leader in internet talk have a good one everybody happy mother's day bye-bye see you next week Yeah. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. 
Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 